You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode number 27. Hello and welcome. I hope that you're all doing well and I just want to say a big thank you to all of you for being here with me today listening to this podcast. And I want to send lots of love to anyone who's struggling with any emotional pain. You know, I cannot tell you that I know how you feel because I don't. I only know how I felt when I went through my losses. So lots of love to you all. Now on this episode, I'll be talking about when grief is new and raw. And when grief is new, it can feel so overwhelmingly painful, lonely and scary. And it may all seem like way too much to bear. And yet this experience must be felt deeply down to every last drop. And as hard as it all may be, it's so important to understand that it's perfectly okay to cry when you need to scream if you have to and yell at God if you want to. Just get it out because whatever you do, you don't want to suppress your grief or try to avoid it or even change it because unfortunately there are no shortcuts. You don't get over it. You go through it step by step, drop by drop and by acknowledging and accepting your pain, you will and you can eventually heal. And loss can create so many mixed emotions. You might feel numb, shocked, angry, frustrated, guilty, overwhelmed, alone, anxious and depressed. And you know what? It's all okay because it's the normal and natural reaction to loss of any kind. So be gentle and allow yourself to feel it all. And it's good to remember that your grief can make others feel very uncomfortable. And that's mainly because they don't know what to say to you. You know, people offer you advice, trying to comfort you and encouraging you to get over it. Or they might tell you, just get on with life. Or maybe you hear something like, they're in a better place now. Intellectually, that's what many people think is the right thing to say, because for most, that's what they've learned. And you know they mean well. And you notice that I say that's what they think they should say. But grief isn't intellectual, it's emotional. And so that's why it's so important to feel it. Now, my share today is from Carol. And she told me that not too long ago, a mother died suddenly. And in the depths of her despair, 
She decided that all she could do was trust in her grief. As painful as the process was for her, she knew that deep inside, at some point in time, her grief would gently guide her back to, to life. She noticed that she and her sister were having two very different experiences with the loss. And that helped Carol to recognize just how individual we all are and how we all have our own unique way of expressing grief. And Carol said, you know, for the longest time, I felt like I was on this roller coaster ride through life. I realized that grief is not predictable. And at times I'd come to a point when I felt like I could breathe again. I'd feel calm and free from tears. I'd almost feel a sense of relief. And then bam, suddenly from out of the blue, it would hit me like a ton of bricks and I dropped down to my knees, uncontrollably sobbing, wondering if I'd ever feel like me again, wondering if I was going crazy and losing it. And at times I felt so lonely and lost. I remember one day sitting, looking out of the window and I noticed how my grief touched me on so many different levels, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It truly is an all-encompassing thing. And you know, I remember the build-up to the funeral. It all seemed so intense and it felt like there were so many decisions to be made. Which casket would mum want? How many cars would we need? Who would talk at the sermon? Which music would mum like? What were her favourite flowers? What should we order for food and where should we meet after the service? And you know, even though mum had organised so much before her death, there still seemed like such a lot to do. And for a brief minute, I felt like my relationship with my family had, had changed because it seemed so intense. But I knew that we were all struggling in our own way. We were overcome at times with so much emotional pain. However, we managed to pull it all together beautifully. And to my surprise, I found myself writing a poem to my beloved mother. And for some reason, it made me feel like I could continue to connect with her. So I decided to place it in the casket along with a family photo. I chose the one that mum loved so much. It was the one where all of us kids were pulling faces and having fun. You know, her funeral and a service turned out to be such a beautiful gathering. But honestly, I'm so glad it's all behind us. And as the weeks have turned into months, I understand that my feelings and love for my mum have not and could not ever die. Our relationship has just transformed. You know, grief can be messy and complicated, unpredictable and painful. And I'm still moving through it slowly, but I'm proud for allowing myself 
to truly, honestly and deeply feel and do whatever I needed to do to make it through the pain. Now I tell myself, okay, Carol, it's time to think about your future, your needs and your healing. And that's what I'll be working through next. Beautiful Carol, thank you for sharing. Next up we have Josh and he shared a story and he said, I want people to know how crazy I felt in the newness of my grief. About a week after my wife died, I had a terrible and irrational fear of going to bed. I dreaded it because I was terrified that if I fell asleep, I might not wake up in the morning. I kept having these horrifying thoughts. They were racing around my head and I became so afraid, worrying that if I didn't wake up, then that would leave the children as orphans and how terrible that would be for them. However, over time and going through many restless and sleepless nights, I'm happy to say that common sense finally prevailed and I was able to change my way of thinking as it was driving me crazy. I'm 47, I'm healthy, so surely I had no reason to be worried. But I realized that grief is a strange thing. I learned to let it come and watch it go in waves. So my words to you are please be kind and gentle with yourself. Thank you, Josh, for that share. So you see, looking at the physical side of grief, like any form of stress, it can weaken your immune system and that can make you more susceptible to illness. These feelings of stress and anxiety can produce physical symptoms that you might experience. So as hard as it might feel, it's really important that you look after yourself. And grief affects people in many different ways. So there's no particular way you should be feeling and there's no time limit as to how long it'll take you to move through it. Everyone grieves differently. And if you understand your emotions, then you can take care of yourself in a loving and healthy way. Grief is not an illness that requires medication. It's the normal and natural reaction to loss. And paying attention to your health while grieving is very important for preventing any future health issues. And every major change in life can bring with it elements of grief, be it divorce, illness, addiction of a loved one, pet loss, financial loss. Whether it's sudden or long-lived loss, for most of us, Shortly after any loss you've experienced, you probably become aware of how ill-prepared you were to deal with such conflicting emotions that we call grief. Your feelings are unique to you. And even if you have lots of support and love from family and friends, you still can feel very lonely and lost on this journey. And the Grief Recovery Programme is designed to help you safely sort through all of those feelings of emotional pain. Grief is cumulative 
and cumulatively negative. And for many people, their learned defense mechanism is to suppress their painful emotions rather than express them. So why not take the time to deal with your emotions in a positive way so that they no longer negatively impact your health, your relationships and your life? Okay, you lovely people, that's it for this week's podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about the Grief Recovery Program, or if you'd like to share your story of loss, and if you have any questions or topics that you'd like me to cover, then please visit my website, www.givegriefachance.com. Drop me an email. And now you can share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on my podcast. And if you're unsure if you're grieving or if you'd like to know a little bit more about grief, there's a free questionnaire you can fill out and a free ebook for you to read, which offers 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to help people through it. So go check it out. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, why not follow me on Instagram at Diane Morgan 9200. And I wish you all a wonderful week.